Hello, everybody, and welcome to Arsenal X, our Xbox podcast. I am here, or uh, actually, I am your host, Jesse Douglas, and I am here with Corey Deer. How's it going, Corey? Hello, I'm good. I cleaned my office today. I definitely do not have a fire hazard behind my TV. I uh, <laughs> no, I, I set up my whole new way of streaming, and I have a lot hooked up to get ready to stream for a lot of boss rush stuff coming up and uh it's a lot i have my i well since i mean if you guys don't know i'm the host of our nintendo podcast and uh, i have a i have my snes classic and my nes classic hooked up they're both modded so there's like i have like 50 or 60 games on each one i have my gamecube hooked up my my Wii U, which will also play Wii games and N sixty four Virtual Console, and my Switch, and my Dreamcast and my Xbox One, all hooked up to the same TV, ready to stream. So, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, man, I'm so glad that I have a, a AV cable to or not AV, uh, like the uh, what do you call them, the red yellow white cable adapter that hooks it into yeah, the HDMI. Co- uh, composite cables. Co- Thank composite, you. yeah. Uh, so I have that hooked up. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> dude, let me tell you what, man. It's been a while since I played a standard definition game. And uh, I'm not going to lie, it looks real poor on a on a, on a 4K and a, even a 1080p TV. It's just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to see... Uh, I, I popped in... Uh, Mario Sunshine and uh Blue Stinger today on s- standard def consoles and it's uh yeah it's it's uh <laughs> it happens it's a thing so yeah uh, yeah, yeah I, whenever i'm playing stuff you know on on my dreamcast and stuff i i still have like a big crt tv that like when a, what would have been considered like a big screen one yeah. for its time and yeah. and i just play play mine on that because yeah i've i've uh i forget where but i i know i played something once on a hd tv i played something like that and yeah there's there's a lot of things that you that you could run into one you could run into not being able to use uh certain controllers like the light guns and things like that and two, uh, a lot of times there's a there's a noticeable lag between uh, pushing the buttons and when they actually happen on the screen, depending on you know what game you get. That's why, like you know, certain stuff. Yeah, you, if you get a converter, I feel like sometimes it might make up for it. But but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting going back to those and just seeing what we thought like my my one that i always uh bring up is uh golden eye for n64 like like trying to play that now uh it's just so bad like like when you have when you're playing multiplayer and you got all the different explosions going off and stuff where it just like drops down to like a half of a frame per second yeah <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> and it's like how did we play this i know how did we think that this was like great like when it like freezes when you try to do anything i know 
I don't I don't understand how we played video games back then, but yeah. it's all right. It's all right. We uh, well, that's the thing. Yeah, when you don't know, yeah. <laughs> it's that's all there is. You know, it's not. You don't really notice. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a interesting time to be going back to retro games for sure. I'll tell you that much. It's weird. Yeah, um, man. Plus, the GameCube controller doesn't have any buttons on it. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't have yeah, clicky yeah. sticks. Like that C yeah. stick is like a terrible, terrible yeah. stick, and like that it only has three shoulder buttons instead of four. And if you want to yeah. do like. Like the equivalent of Xbox, like the bumpers and the triggers, to get mm-hmm. like, like SSX, like X, SSX tricky, for example, you literally can't do all of the moves because, like, on PlayStation or Xbox, you press all four of the buttons to do like the mm-hmm. biggest tricks. It only yeah. has three shoulder buttons, so you literally can't do all the moves because it has it's short a button. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just. Oh, man, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, that's the thing is, like, unfortunately, a a lot of the times, you know, like, Nintendo, like, innovated when it came to certain things, but, but, like, they always had the trouble of coming out with something kind of almost first, Mm -hmm. and then someone else would come along and do it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, cause like, cause like the, yeah, the Wii remotes were kind of like the first time that we had the emotion kind of controller type things. And then, and then eventually, you know, like PS4 did them, uh, or PS3, I mean, or whatever had, or, or, yeah, cause they had them for the PS3, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't they have motion controller? Yeah. yeah. Cause and they then, use them and for then the PSVRs now. Yeah. But that, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, and then that, yeah, then that. So it was like, yeah, they they came up with that, you know, a really good idea first, but then, but then yeah, someone always comes along and, and changes it and makes it a little bit better. But, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, it. it's fine. I, I, I just want to, you know, stream stuff because mm-hmm. it's it's fun to stream and I haven't been doing it, so. Uh, I've been kind of looking for ways to make myself get back in there and do it, but uh, yeah, man, hooking all this stuff up was not easy. I thought it was going to take me a couple of days. It took me; it still took me quite a while this morning to do it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's 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 all hooked up. It's all <laughs> ready to go. Maybe <laughs> so. Just get one of those uh, fire extinguishers in a can and keep it up, keep it on next to your desk. Right. <laughs> oh man, good thing there's one in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, which is right around the corner. So. <laughs> well, is there uh, anything that you've been playing uh, that you want to talk about? Anything more that you've uh, uh, been playing? Uh, I mean, I've been playing more of The Witcher. I've been playing more of uh, some. I pl- played some stuff on Switch, which you know, I'm not really going to talk about here because I talk on- enough about that on Pow Block. But I, uh, I played a little bit of Madden and NBA Two K, and really, that's kind of it. I've been. It's it's been more of like a, you know, prepping for because we're actually like going to start having 
you know, quote unquote business meetings for this stuff, like starting yeah. tomorrow morning. Uh, so I've been prepping notes for that kind of stuff. And cause we want to do more stuff, uh, in terms of, of like not necessarily live shows, but like streaming stuff and, and being more yeah. active in our communities and stuff. And, and I've been mm-hmm. doing more of that kind of stuff. And honestly, I've just been kind of going to bed kind of early and getting up kind of early and trying to work as much as I can until, you know, this week is my first week off during this Corona crap. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but, uh, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of it. The Witcher is mm-hmm. kind of taking up a lot of my time and, uh, making little kids quit on Madden <laughs> since that all, seems <laughs> to be the only people that they pair me up with. So it's always the same types of people too, where they'll yeah. pick a team with like a really fast quarterback and they'll try to run the ball with the quarterback. And like, yeah, I've gone up against it so much that I just know how to stop it. And then yeah. like, they'll try to chuck up balls when they realize they can't run. They'll just tap whatever buttons closest to their thumb and they'll yeah. like, I'll just pick the ball off and then they'll, I'll be winning like, before the second half even starts, I'll be winning by like four touchdowns and then they just quit. <laughs> yeah, that I've, I've always sucked at, at the Madden games. Cause like a, a lot of the times it would seem like I would, you know, I'd be watching the, you know, do where you push the button where it kind of shows where your people are running. And then I would wait for like, you know, try to look for a guy who's open and, and throw it to that person, and it seems like either my guy would never catch it, or, or it would somehow just magically get picked off, even though the guy that was covering him was like, you know, like three or four yards away from him, and it's just like too many times I would have just really bad issues with with those games and so i just kind of i i had given up and uh, you know and mind you this was during uh like in the younger the earlier years of when they were on uh like some of the more earlier systems but yeah i just yeah i just they just never were for me and then 2k you know nfl 2k came along and i'm really curious to see what that new 2k football game is going to be uh, like that, you know that they they've been talking about doing. It's not gonna be like a Madden game, they said, but right, which kind of sucks. I really wish it was. I really wish that there was some competition in those in that field. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, as far as for me, like I. I really, you know, other than what we talked about, because that's why it's it's always hard because we always talk about everything on Boss Rush, and then you know, like we record this the next day, and it's like unless I've gotten a chance to play something um, beforehand, I. But I I did end up uh, playing today a little bit more of um, I went back to State of Decay two, and just kind of I I actually started Is it the, ju- and, the Juggernaut edition. Yeah, I heard it's. I heard it's like a huge, like, pretty huge, substantial update. Yeah, there's. I think there's two two other maps that you can pick from, um, to go to to do stuff in or something like that. Oh, wow. I don't. I I don't remember exactly, but like 
what what was really cool though is like i wanted to start a new on like a new uh, save and just start over from the beginning mm-hmm. and what was really cool that i don't remember being able to do um since i had already started the game i didn't really have to do the whole story building part that you had to do in the beginning of the game where you kind of start off in these like uh like this caged in like areas and you're just kind of you know learning how to do all the the basics like scavenge for things and all that mm-hmm. like you you can just you can just opt to go right to the point of where you're by the cars that are outside that <laughs> that first main base area that you set up shop in yeah um but what's cool is you have three characters that you start with and or, or that you can pick to start with um, kind of based around characters that you had previously had um, in your other your earlier saves. But what was cool is you can actually uh, on all three characters you can hit um, you can hit the uh, randomize and you can just keep on randomizing them until you get a character that has stats that you, that you would you know think would be a good starting point. Oh, for wow. all three of your characters so it's kind of i liked that part I, like it's kind of cool and almost worth restarting just just for that kind of thing you know to kind of pick some people that would be good to start with um you know none of them are going to be like overpowered or anything but still like it it would help to you know be able to build a, a, a good you know decent starting point mm-hmm. um and have people you know who are good at good at uh shooting and are good at like you know medical stuff and good at you know things right. like that so so i did that and i kind of restarted it and i just kind of was doing that beginning part where you search all those houses and and bring in the supplies and stuff uh nearby and try to get all your uh your supply amounts to to a decent you know amount so they're not in the in the red or whatever Right. So I just did that and yeah, and it like I don't know, things about it feel better, but but like thing it's those little things like that too that I think are kind of neat uh additions to the game. Yeah. And just like cuz it is, it's almost like since these updates it's like they're basically like yeah, you should probably just start the game over <laughs> and uh start from the beginning and experience it the new way you know, all the way through. And like I said, like the, the, the different maps and stuff are all uh, broken into their own separate game types, basically. So I don't know if you can just click on that and then you have to start a a new, you know, start over from that point, or if it carries your characters from your other save into that point, I don't know anything about that yet, but I'm going to, I'm going to probably check that out and see because, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I I really loved the map in the first game. Yeah, <laughs> like I put a lot of hours into that first the first uh, um, state of decay. Um, there there's still things that I liked better in that that I that that I didn't care for as much in the second one, surprisingly. But but overall, the second one I think is a, is a better feeling game than the first one was. But I just still I really loved that map in the first one. So, so yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. 
Um, so, uh, all right. So we, I've got I, a lot of, before we, oh. uh, get into the news, there's a kind of a decent rumor that I don't know how much credibility is behind it, but it's from the Xbox insider community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, forums or blog or whatever that's mm-hmm. that Xbox is rumored to be purchasing Sega and will be revealing mm. it during their June digital event. Mm. That I, would be interesting. <laughs> I mean, that would definitely appeal to the Japanese market because they Sega owns Atlas, which is Persona yeah. and Shimagami Tensei and, you know. Dang, that yeah. would be... I mean, again, I don't, I don't know how much rumors behind it because yeah. Xbox was rumored to be buying Sega. Has been rumored to be buying Sega since the original Xbox. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Obviously, well, yeah, because because they did have such a good, you know, they had they already had a um, uh, well established, uh, you know, friendship, you know, during the the uh, the Dreamcast, you know, yeah, era because they. You know, they helped basically make the the Dreamcast. They're you know, like they they had a big part of. I mean, of there's the a inter- Windows logo. Internals. There's a Windows logo on the Dreamcast. So. Yeah, is it Windows CE or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. It's like a custom version for the Dreamcast online stuff. Yeah, which man, the the online stuff for Dreamcast worked so well and was it was like, dude, it worked really well. Why don't we? Uh, <laughs> Why don't we get into a custom server for Fantasy Star Online there, Jesse? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you can. Like my my friend uh, Ben, uh, like gave me all the information. The only hard part about it is like it's just really hard to find a um, a broadband uh, adapter for it for less than like two hundred and some dollars or whatever. They're they're pretty expensive. I think there was someone that started making a third-party one. Oh, really? Yeah, I th- I thought I thought I had seen something about a third-party one, but mm. I I could be wrong because I for a little while there I was trying to really look into that stuff because the thing is is like what people a lot of people don't really know is is they're still making new games for the Dreamcast like. Yeah, there's, like Kickstarter games and stuff. I mean, yeah. they're making their way to other platforms too, but they yeah, like yeah. Dreamcast is like a lead platform. I remember there was like a JRPG that was like uh uh it came it came out to like it came out to everything eventually, but it was a JRPG that their lead platform was Dreamcast and Genesis. Were the yeah. two lead platforms, and then they ended up. I think it was called like Pier Solar or something. It okay. ended up coming to everything, but there was there were like limited edition like cartridges and Dreamcast discs that you could play and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I I want to say I can't remember now. It was a while ago, but I want to say is it? I think it's Australia where Sega console like the sega genesis is still really popular there yeah brazil yeah and so they they're like making new games for it like all the time yeah because like the import tax the import tariffs are so high on new consoles where like a playstation 4 costs like two thousand dollars down there and like they uh it's uh i don't know man i just the old sega consoles in particular are really popular down there yeah 
which is cool, you know, like that. I mean, that's awesome that there that there's like, you know, still new games being made and stuff. It's just it's insane and it's really cool because like I would love to get a hold of some of of those games that 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 are being made that are brand new. But yeah, that's that would be interesting though the whole Sega thing. Um yeah, I guess we'll see cuz like you said, you know, it has been a rumor a couple of times throughout the uh the years here, so We'll see. <laughs> Maybe this is a case of the boy who cried, cried wolf, and no one, no one believes it now this time. Yeah, but <laughs> and then if, it actually happened. If Microsoft bought Sega, that t- that screams of a studio that would be making multi-platform games. You yeah, know? I mean, I know. Yeah. we're going to talk about the Phil Spencer interview in a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, man, that would be really interesting though if Microsoft was like. Okay, we own Shin Megami Tensei, Persona, Catherine, Sonic, uh, Skies of Arcadia. Dude, could you imagine a next-gen Skies of Arcadia? That would be amazing. Man, now I'm just like salivating over that. Anyways. Yeah, because Skies of Arcadia was was originally, didn't it only first come on the Dreamcast and then... And then eventually it came out. It came other places after. Uh, it only came to GameCube after that, as Skies of Arcadia yeah. Legends had an extra area and yeah. an extra character. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I mean, well, you know, with the with the Dreamcast kind of flopping, they, you know, they're like, well, we're gonna have to put it somewhere else where where other people can still, you know. But yeah, the, I don't know, man, I was so bummed when the Dreamcast. Uh, flopped because I I loved Dreamcast so much. Yeah, but I got mine. I I I only have one controller left. Sadly, I had four, and they all yeah. broke because those controllers are so bad. Like that was my only complaint about the Dreamcast controllers. They're so flimsy. Also, yeah. I had kind of like a temper tantrum when I was playing uh, NBA 2K <laughs> and NFL 2K, but uh, that's a story for a different day. So yeah. I yeah. I went through my fair share of uh PlayStation 2 and Dreamcast controllers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. I I that was one thing that I that I was decent at at least is, is I, uh, I didn't really ever throw them, but I feel like I uh like during that time when I would be more like angry and stuff like that while playing games, I was playing on PC and, but yeah, so I don't know what just happened here because my thing, my notes just closed on me. Uh, I I bet though if you gave, <laughs> I don't know if you gave a studio like uh like Double Fine access to Sonic, how weird that would be. <laughs> yeah, the yeah just just in general though like all of just the idea of of sega being bought i mean like it it would make sense but at the same time it's just man it would be it would be interesting if that did happen because like you said i mean like just you know just even having all those those ip that that they can you know do what do what they want with would be insane 
you know, like just, just, you know, like not, obviously I don't think they would touch ones that are already doing well for themselves, like persona and stuff, you know, they're going to obviously let them do their thing. Um, and, and be, you know, be good like that. But at the same time, there's, you know, they've got a couple of, of IP that either, you know, they don't really do anything with anymore or, or just ones that that could definitely use some some kind of like improvement mm-hmm. you know honestly to to be honest sonic being one of them like like i mean i just i would i would like to see them you know actually do on on a new sonic like you know try something new yeah i mean sonic is kind of uh I don't know, an interesting character. Because, like, man, I don't know. It's just such a character designed to take on Mario at the time. And now, like, mm-hmm. somehow through 20-something years of, of, you know, Sega failing and becoming third party and all these mascot characters coming and going. Like, you think of all the ones that even Xbox owns now, like, that they're not mm-hmm. doing anything with, like, like blinks and voodoo vents and uh, mm-hmm. you know even that first uh, original Xbox Oddworld game and mm-hmm. uh, you know even you know, now they own Psychonauts and Conquer and Banjo mm-hmm. and like look, think of all these characters they're not doing anything with and like adding Sonic to that would be like I don't know are they just gonna add another platforming character to like not do anything with or would uh, would Sonic be like the saving grace of their 2d, the 2d or 3d plat- character platformers, you know? So, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the thing is it's when you, you, they've got so many, you know, IP that could definitely be turned into something good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, what, what do you pick? And you know, who, what ones would actually gather interest and which ones wouldn't, you know? Yeah. So, I wonder how right. so many people would just have like a field day with that though of Microsoft yeah. bought Sega though. Like Yeah. Yeah. It, man, it would be Especially would PlayStation be. fans who like are obsessed with because Persona Five Royal just came out and everybody yeah. is like loving it. And yeah. To take that away from PlayStation <laughs> would be like that'd be such a huge get for Xbox. Because it's yeah. so big. It's so big in other countries too. Like Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it. Yeah, that would be interesting. It'd be like, for like I, I could see it. You know, it'd be as big as like buying something like Capcom, even. Yeah, in my opinion, you know, in a different way. But all right, so Arsenal News got quite a bit of stuff here for for everyone. Um, we kind of didn't get a chance to really talk about um, the like the inside Xbox and stuff uh, last week. Uh, we also had got a, an amazing uh, interview with Phil Spencer. Yeah, that um, interview on, was awesome. Yeah, if if you get a chance, go watch it. Go watch it on YouTube. Uh, the podcast unlocked. Um, the IGN Xbox podcast. If because like I say that just because the the full. The full podcast uh it's over an hour 
interview with him. Yeah. If you watch the YouTube version, because on their regular the regular uh, show, I think he just pulled like a half an hour's worth of it or something like that. I don't remember, but I, j- I just know he said something about it being shorter, a shorter uh, interview for the for the show. Oh no, um, it was their it was their other show, their half hour kind of YouTube show called Next Gen Console, whatever. Oh, there's okay. actually an extra oh, half hour worth of interview to listen to. Oh, okay, okay. And that interview is right. actually it's not as good because obviously it's shorter, but like it's still yeah. like. You know, it's still out there. It's still really awesome. Yeah. I, I love listening to Phil Spencer talk to because he just talks like like he does have like that executive kind of edge to him, obviously, because he has mm-hmm. to be. But like he still just talks about the console like you and I are talking about it. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah. he knows a lot more because he's <laughs> the head of Xbox and he should probably know more about the console than we do. But yeah, uh, still, it's like really awesome to listen to him talk about it so openly. You know, especially yeah. after after PlayStation revealed their specs and stuff and like how he kind of feels about it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. In in you know what? Why don't we why don't we just we'll we'll lead off with the Phil Spencer stuff. I was gonna do uh kind of talk about that last, but I while we're talking about it, we might as well uh jump right into that. Yeah. Okay, so so yeah, so he he did a an interview on Podcasts Unlocked, um and yeah, it was it was super amazing, and just like everything he talked about, just got me more and more excited for next gen and and just the future of Xbox. Um, so, like some of the things that that I kind of picked out here to talk about that I that I either found interesting or amusing uh, was like they did bring up the stuff with the consoles. Um, like whether whether you know they thought that they were going to be released on time and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he he seemed pretty pretty uh, sure that that they were going to be sending the consoles out on time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did say that if for some reason that they weren't, uh, one of the things that that he was asked is you know would you just do a staggered release where you only re- release it in certain areas. And um, and he said that he absolutely would not do that again. Um, and, you know, like reading about this stuff and, and uh, you know, listening to stuff from him. I didn't. And I think I may have talked about this before on on Boss Rush. But but I was unaware that that Japan did not get to buy didn't have the ability to buy an Xbox one until like nine months after it was released. Yeah. Um, which I, you know, I said to add, I said, you know, forget, forget the having to have a connect instantly in the box when you buy it or, or, you know, like any of those things that people complained about mm-hmm. to me, like the biggest thing that I would, I would be disappointed with the way that they do business would have been that, like just the fact that, that you basically let Japan, you know, let let um, PlayStation and Nintendo just completely have Japan, and just you know, just completely ignore that that you know fan base altogether mm-hmm. is is to me is such a, a a bad bad screw up on their part. Yeah. Um. 
you know, like I, I'm, you know, I'm really glad, you know, to hear him say that, that that's definitely not something he would do. Yeah. Because, you know, like I, I dealt the numbers would be much higher than what they are now. Yeah. But, but still, I mean, that's still, you know, every, every person that's, that's in Japan that was an Xbox fan, even if it wasn't a lot of people, that's still that many people that you've just, you know, basically, uh, you know, ignored and, and said you basically don't care about, uh, you know, by not, you know, not worrying about having enough consoles to send there as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's kind of, kind of sucks. So, so yeah, um, he, so he kind of talked about that and, and he also, he kind of talked about, uh, that the only thing that that we would possibly see are you know and we are kind of already seeing this with with uh, PlayStation games is you know a possibility of of games being delayed just because it's much harder to do do the work at home yeah uh, and you know doing all the testing and really having to bring everything home with them so he kind of goes into detail about some of those kind of things yeah. Um, yeah, and, the, and then uh, he was looking, he had talked about, like, looking to third parties, uh, you know, for for kind of filling out their, uh, you know, their release stuff because he didn't really want to, he didn't feel like it, it really is a good idea to release games, like, too frequently, like, on top of one another and you know, like you, then you have games kind of competing with themselves and whatever. Um, and so kind of, you know, doing it kind of the way that Nintendo does it where they, you know, every, every few months they've got like a game coming out and just steadily kind of re- releasing stuff, yeah. you know, cause that's, that's kind of how Switch did it when, when it first started, they kind of had something coming out every, every few months or whatever after a while. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that like that you kind of started talking about that was that was really interesting is just like uh, he asked him like uh, straight up he's just like so like how do you feel now after seeing the PS5 release of the specs and all that stuff like how you know how confident do you feel about the Series X when it comes to comparing the two and he he basically just said like oh yeah like i i felt really good <laughs> after seeing that like that i was you know he, he was very confident and not only not only in the you know, comparing the comfort the performance but he he slid kind of in their price as well so yeah like it's i good. mean no no price has been said yet for either console but right but it's good that he said that they're they they can be agile on price, yeah. which yeah. makes me think that like even if the PlayStation Five comes out at five hundred, that the, that the Xbox will be the same price, even if it's you know it's going to yeah. cost more because you know I mean Microsoft can eat that money in in different ways, right? Like Game yeah. Pass and you know even <laughs> other Microsoft software that doesn't have anything to do with Xbox, they can eat that cost. Uh, Because they're going to make it up in other ways where Sony, the PlayStation brand is kind of its own thing and they can't really eat costs anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So, and they're already Mm -hmm. having problems uh, keeping that cost down. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and that that was one of yeah one of the things he said is that Microsoft is all in, you know, on on, you know, they're basically he's he they can do what they need to do to uh, you know try to get get the you know get this console out to to people and uh, make it enticing and including you know giving it you know they're really working hard on trying to get get new games out and things like that which we'll kind of talk about a little you know a couple of them in the uh when we get to the stuff about uh about the inside xbox but right. um he also he also talked um talked about this was funny i i don't know if you had noticed it but he talked about x cloud a little bit and he kind of threw a jab at stadia he said that that or that we would never claim that it's going to be better than playing on a PC or playing right. <laughs> playing somewhere else, you know. Yeah, I heard which some I, of I that. was like, oh dang. <laughs> I mean, I think he just knows that Stadia put their foot in their mouth when they said all yeah. that. Because, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's understandable though that Google's never launched a product before. Yeah. They want it yeah. to be like, because, like, I mean, I know we we make fun of Stadia a lot because it's stadia but like they have to try to sell a product right and i think for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes it does do what they claimed it does for the most part like you can stream games you know whatever uh mm-hmm. but uh you know obviously the bandwidth and the the 4k stuff and everything is up to the developer it's not exactly up to google uh mm-hmm. and i think that that's where google put their foot in their mouth whereas xbox is like their dev kits for xCloud are Xbox One S related, mm-hmm. so you're never going to get higher than 1080p. But when you're playing on a screen that small for of your phone, or you know, even on a monitor somewhere or something like, it's really all you need, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't need the best as long as it plays yeah. well and there's no lag. And you know, I've seen some demos, and I know you've been using it a lot. I'm still waiting for my email from Microsoft to say, "Hey, you get to <laughs> do it now." Uh, <laughs> But after everything I've heard, like XCloud is pretty legit. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and the, you know, and I and I feel that I feel that really the only reason that is is because they're kind of been doing it right, where they you know like they've they've never said that it was the full thing you know and like they're still in the the beta testing and they're still trying to make sure that you know that that it's all ironed out before they even think about saying that it's the full product that's going live, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, and like you said, like they, you know, and we talked about this on boss rush too, about the whole stadia stuff that, you know, they, they just, yeah, they really, they really should have cut things back a little bit more, and you know, see what what the devs and all that can do with with the technology that they're offering first, because you know, if you if you start making all these big claims, and then these developers are having trouble getting getting these games to run, well, now it kind of you know, if you say that it well, it depends, you know, on on you know, what the devs are doing and if they can get it to work and how much time it will take for it to do the things that we're claiming that it will be able to do, well, then it feels like you're almost throwing the devs under the bus, you know. Yeah, which is And you exactly don't, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to do that. 
I mean, no. you're trying to get into this business. It's harder where... than ever to be launching a console, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And to to come out and doing that, like I kind of, I don't know. I I I hope Stadia succeeds because I think it's gonna make. I think it's going to make a lot of things better in the long run, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. I just think they're, they've kind of been stumbling over themselves for, for a while. And mm-hmm. it's just, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I hope Sadia learns and gets, gets, you know, their foot out from underneath them and, and they can finally, uh, do something. So, well, because honestly, the the really the one main thing that you need to to be able to do things properly, they have plenty of, and that's money. Yeah, you know, all you need to do is hire someone. It's okay. It's okay to not know what you're doing or not know what you're talking. I mean, they they've hired. That's why you hire people. I mean, they've hired people that do know what they're doing, though, right? Like Jade Raymond. Ubisoft's prize developer for a long time, Phil Harrison, yeah. who ran who ran positions at Xbox and PlayStation. Like, yeah, they have people in position that know what they're doing. It's it's yeah, but like you know, they just they just I don't I I this is just such a new platform that yeah they need to be extra careful and they really yeah. haven't been you know yeah so. yeah. Well, and I think that's, I think part of it too is, you know, like even when the Xbox One and the PS4 came out, like, you know, like when it was still all about competition and, and, you know, and it really, it really was still, you know, this whole uh, console war thing and, you know, and being cutthroat and all that stuff. And things have changed quite a bit mm-hmm. to where, you know, like they're trying to, Businesses are trying to compete, but they're also trying to be respectful. I mean, you have Sony working with Microsoft technology to try to work on their streaming stuff, and you've got you've got you know Xbox games coming to Nintendo, and you know, and like it, like things have changed. And and to me, what that that uh, Stadia you know launch and and kind of uh, preview thing, and when they were talking about what it was going to be it just reminded me too much of of something that i I feel like maybe might be out of date now where you're telling people these grandiose things without being able to back them up Mm -hmm. because that i mean that has been a you know a thing with the release of new consoles like almost every year in the past Mm -hmm. so as and i feel like it like things are just different this you know this generation at least with with even xbox and and ps5 is they're kind of trying to really think about what they're talking about and what what they're gonna say about the things and then breaking it up and uh you know it's uh, part of its strategy but but it feels a little bit more uh uh, genuine when they're talking about what what the what their consoles can do and stuff so right but yeah one of the one of the other things then that he had brought up is um he talked about how strong uh their lineup was gonna be and that their roadmap uh for games has never looked better and now you know obviously that could just be pr speak but 
but I something about the way that he said it though, like yeah. makes me think that that he's not that they're not lying that they're like fully prepared. Well, let's talk about the things that we know of or that are rumored, right? Like, yeah, let's let's see, Halo Infinite, Hellblade Two, Psychonauts Two, Forza Motorsport Eight, uh, Grounded, f- Grounded, uh, Fable probably perfect dark like that's seven games right there plus like a gears yeah. five patch at launch gears mm-hmm. tactics uh uh you know uh ninja theories project mara yeah uh, you know there's it's... there's there's just so and, and exiles yeah. next next rpg obsidian's next rpg like there's so much in development for xbox that it's it's oh like, um flight simulator you yeah got, flight yeah, simulator too. like like that's we just named ten games right off the bat that'll probably be out within the next two years. Like if you space them out, like like you said earlier, the way that when Switch and when Nintendo launched the Switch, they basically had a major, uh, uh, a major either first party title or a title that was positioned to be mm-hmm. the big game that month for what a year, right? They yeah. had a game every yeah. month, like uh, you yeah. know Z- they launched with Zelda. And then April was Arms, I think. May was yeah, yeah. May was uh, Street Fighter Two, the Final Challengers. Uh, June was was Splatoon. July was there was a game in July. August was Mario Plus Rabbids, and then you know just went on from yeah. there. Like you just yeah. keep hitting people, especially now where like people can actually play these games without you know a. a uh, it's for a small buy-in of fifteen dollars or ten dollars a month with Game Pass. Like, yeah, you know, that's something that they have a, a leg up on on a Nintendo. Yeah. Is like you get people in on these subscriptions, people are going to play all your games, right? So, yeah. Well, and and you know, and like and like he did mention something about uh, third party you know, uh, early on and in the interview, like talking about, you know, kind of letting third party kind of fill out in between, you know, games. Now that, that could mean two things that could mean just, you know, the third party games that all consoles are getting, but that could also mean that there's third party exclusive games that, that they're not having to worry about that. They're just letting a third party company, make a game and and microsoft saying here you go here's some money you know for us to be able to have that exclusively on our console mm-hmm. you know like that they're that they're paying for the game to be made but they're not having to worry about actually developing it in their studios so their studios can continue to do what they're doing you know like the mario rabbits and and you know to this day mario rabbits is still one of my favorite games on the switch you know yeah I actually just I actually just started replaying it uh, last week. So yeah, uh, because I I don't know I've been I I've been just (laughs) kicking around a lot of ideas and like that game had one and I don't know but I I've been playing that too and like that's such a great uh uh it's such a great collaboration and I hope yeah like. I know that Xbox is going to get different games than Switch does inherently because mm-hmm. it's more powerful and the developers like games that they can put on every console, right? Because that's yeah. just, uh, it's better for business to do that way. But Ubisoft, yeah. I hope that they team up with Ubisoft to do something interesting 
uh, like that because Mario plus Rabbids and even Starlink, uh, for what it was, is was they those were two really interesting ideas. And I know Starlink mm-hmm. came out on everything, but they made a whole Star Fox campaign uh, for mm-hmm. the Switch version, and it's arguably the best Star Fox game since the Nintendo sixty four game. So. Um, yeah, you know, if you could, if you could let Ubisoft work their magic on an Xbox franchise that's dormant, or, uh, you know what I mean? Like they could, yeah. they could definitely do something interesting. Like I would have picked Perfect Dark for Ubisoft to collaborate on, uh, like a Splinter, yeah. a Splinter Cell style game. But if the initiative is working on that, then, uh, you know, I don't know. I just think that it would be really interesting to see Ubisoft's take on something. Yeah. Well, I mean, now, wasn't Ubisoft the ones who did Splinter Cell? Yeah, Ubisoft did Splinter Cell. Yeah, so, or like, like if, I mean, if we, Microsoft... we could still always see a, a new Splinter Cell. Well, Microsoft could fund a, a Splinter Cell to be exclusive if yeah. if they're not working on that rumored Perfect Dark game, which is rumored to be yeah. a third-person action stealth game, So yeah. Uh, yeah. which would make sense because... A lot of that team came from Crystal Dynamics and uh, Sony Santa Monica and and places yeah. like that. And third person action with some stealth elements is probably in their wheelhouse. If you've played any of the reboot Tomb Raider games, you know what to kind of probably expect from there. With a instead of a square budget, you're getting a Microsoft budget. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not and, that those games um, are bad or anything. I love those games to death, uh, but. You can definitely tell there are some areas where they cut corners, <laughs> and like, yeah. I, I would really love to see a Microsoft budget behind that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, definitely. That would that would be great. Yeah. So they. So he basically. Yeah, he talked. You know, a lot more games to show. He he made a joke that if if they didn't talk about the newer games every time that they hit the stage, that they would be releasing games without even talking about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that you know, that seems promising to me that that uh, that they that they know what they're doing when it comes to getting a good lineup going. So, I'm, yeah, I'm really. And then one of the other things too um, is yeah, the new that new Santa Monica studio or whatever um, that that he talked about um, them doing something new. And like made it seem like they're doing something new and innovative with making games, and he said that they would be basically sharing, sharing with the the industry and stuff, you know, pretty soon that they're excited to to uh, talk about and tell tell people, you know, the the fans and and the industry as a whole uh, about about what they're doing. So. Yeah, that that's that was a really interesting when he started talking about that because then your mind starts to go, like, what what is he talking about? Like, are they? I think you had mentioned the other day on on Boss Rush, are they maybe making a new a new uh, uh, engine or you know, like, are they? You know, what what could that be that they're doing that is so innovative that that. That he, they're sure that it would possibly change the industry or, or you know, su- surprise the industry. Yeah, I mean, so. I think, I think, you know, just the, just to, I think that what they're doing is just so, it's so 
they're, they're giving a lot of players options, right? They're giving mm-hmm. you the, the game pass versus just buying your games outright versus buying it on Xbox or PC versus, mm-hmm. you know, playing on your console or, or through X cloud. Like there's just so many different things that they're offering players that it's so mm-hmm. hard to like visualize the, the other two companies, not at least looking at this and being like, can we do something like this? Uh, how viable is it for us to do something like this? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I know Nintendo probably won't do it cause they, they're so, <laughs> I mean, not to like, I, I love Nintendo as much as the next guy, but they're really behind on a lot of things. Uh, you know, and well, you know, and that's the thing. Like I, I love Nintendo too. Like maybe not as much as you guys, but it's not, it's not that I don't love them, but yeah, sometimes we have to be critical about things or otherwise just things won't change. Yeah. And you know, I, I have my problems with the, the switch. Like I think, you know, I, I think the online sucks and like download speeds are terrible. And, you know, the fact that you buy a game on a cartridge and you still have to download parts of it. Now that's usually a lot of, a lot of third party stuff, but yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of like, it's still kind of backwards and uh mm-hmm. you know i i i i i'm glad that like microsoft is offering people options and feeling like i feel like they're really ahead this time and really uh you know giving people what they want you know it's uh mm-hmm. game pass netflix of games like all games uh first party games day and date a major third party support recently, right? Like there's just mm-hmm. so much that like I'm I'm like afraid to buy a game because I know it's gonna be on Game Pass at some point, right? Like I I told mm-hmm. you and Ed that I I got Kingdom Hearts three like like mm-hmm. a month before it hit Game Pass and I'm just like <laughs> man, that that was just like a big bummer. But at the same time I'm like well, it's really interesting that they're getting Japanese third-party support on here with that and, yeah. uh, you know, games like um, Yakuza and yeah. uh, it's just really nice to see stuff like that. So, Well, yeah, that's it's nice to see uh, Phil Spencer's, you know, uh, hard work and stuff that he was doing that he had been talking about for years of, you know, of like going going to these places in person and talking to them about, you know, like being being on the Xbox and being part of of their you know their world because you know that was just kind of a, a something that you know like I talked about earlier with them, you know, not being able to get the Xbox One in Japan for an you know whole nine months after it releases. Yeah, I mean that that's all that's all a really bad mess up that may not have one hundred percent been his fault, but he definitely had to own it and had to fix that, you know, and yeah. and try to create, you know, some some friendships with people and some business deals and and it and it's and I feel like these are all, um, you know, all due to him doing that you know putting in the effort and trying to they're all great moves they're all like you know positive forward-thinking moves and you know i 
you know, I I love Xbox as much as the next guy, but I like I mean, a lot of my friends jumped ship to PlayStation Four after playing mm-hmm. all of our games on 360 for the longest time, and yeah, I got a PS4 at launch because they all jumped and we were all playing Destiny and uh, Killzone looked pretty interesting, and you know what I mean, like and yeah. and, and Xbox didn't have anything that I needed at the time, and mm-hmm. plus like kind of. Uh, the, the the first game I was looking forward to was was Titanfall, right? Mm-hmm. And I ended up playing Titanfall on my 360. Great version of that game, by the way. Yeah, uh, Blue Point is still one of the most underrated, I think, port houses out there. Uh, and it sounds a lot like Sony's probably going to snatch them up at some point because they've done a lot yeah. of their uh, remasters and remakes and stuff uh, for for the most recent ones. Uh, Shout out the Colossus remake, uh, the yeah. Uncharted collection. Uh, you know they they've done a lot of that, but uh, that Titanfall 360 version was amazing. Like it was, I was really blown away. I played a lot of Titanfall <laughs> on 360. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, I never, I never really got to play, to play it because they were. It was almost like they're too afraid to uh, to promote it. <clears throat> I mean, I think it came out two weeks after the Xbox One version did. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a Twilight Princess type thing where, you yeah. know, Nintendo launched Twilight Princess with the Wii and it released on GameCube three weeks later because they wanted the console, <laughs> the new console, to succeed with a Zelda game. And, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I after you know, I I ended up getting an Xbox One the following year with the Master Chief Collection. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I got the Master Chief Collection and. Uh, there's some sort of Assassin's Creed bundle. I think it, it came with Black Flag and Unity. Oh yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah, that came. Was it two or three games and it was, bundled in? It was two, uh, and then okay. I ended up getting the Master Chief Collection separately. But then, like the Master Chief Collection online stuff wasn't very good. I mean, I mm-hmm. I just played through the campaigns because I mean mm-hmm. those campaigns are great. And uh, but <laughs> you know the the Xbox One first couple years were pretty bad you know and i like say what you want about the xbox one and lack of exclusives or whatever but you have to give credit to phil spencer like i Mm -hmm. he's i mean him and his team and and you know him turning it around and really correcting the ship and you know a couple years ago we were talking about how you know xbox is turning this giant ship and it's going to be a couple years and now we're finally seeing Mm-hmm. where he's taking the ship and he's turned around and it's heading full speed right at PlayStation. You know, it's almost like Xbox is being, I don't want to see, say overly aggressive, but it's to the point where like, you're like, okay, geez, slow down a little bit because like you were seeing so much and like <laughs> uh, PlayStation is kind of playing. It feels like PlayStation is playing defense. They haven't said, they haven't even shown their box yet. They just showed their controller the other day, which it's a controller. I'll just, you know, we talked enough yeah. about it on Boss Rush, but uh, yeah, I mean, I the only thing I think Sony is waiting for is to get The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima out before they show their box because they still have a marketing cycle for PlayStation 4 games coming, yeah. whereas Xbox, yeah. you know, they have a few games coming to Xbox One, but nothing like Halo or Gears or Hellblade or anything. So uh, yeah. I think, you know, they're on the offensive because they don't really have a marketing cycle for the Xbox one anymore. 
their marketing yeah. cycle for the Xbox Series X is gaining yeah. gaining steam and you know yeah. I can't wait to see what games they have at uh, well at E3 but whatever the June digital event <laughs> is yeah uh, yeah so I'm yeah. very excited to see what games they have and I can't wait to play Gears Tactics which is out in like I think it's next Friday it's out yeah and I'm going to download it on this on your PC PC if it works <laughs> I'm having I'm yeah. having a really hard time downloading Xbox Game Pass games on my computer hmm. I don't I don't know what it is I think I need, I need to like contact Microsoft support or something but every yeah. time I download an Xbox Game Pass game it it, yeah. it says error unless hmm. I download it straight to the the hard drive that's in the computer but since I'm okay. running it on a Mac and through boot camp, I only allowed 125 gigs of the hard drive to run, oh. you know, windows and windows programs. Okay. Uh, and I was like, well, if I get an uh, external hard drive, well, uh, I wonder, I wonder though, well, let's see what, so, so when you're running, when you're running the games, for Microsoft, you're signed in. You're 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 using it as a PC, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm signed because into my Xbox I, Live account and everything. I I wonder if it's something to do with the fact that you're that you're running Microsoft on a on a um on an Apple uh, PC. Like maybe somehow when you when it formats that hard drive. That it, it that something's conflicting there, and so it, it wants to think that you're trying to install it onto a Mac uh, hard drive, uh, but it's or whatever. But it's but you're running it in Windows trying no, to. Well, the no the problem is I can download it onto this hard drive, but I don't have enough space for some of these games because they're too big. Yeah, that's the problem. So I had I formatted an external drive to it. Yeah. But it's still not reading the external drive like it's formatted. So I I don't know. I That's that's what I mean is I I wonder if there's something conflicting when it was formatted because you're technically you're using a a Mac but you're running Windows on it and so maybe like there's something being messed up in the formatting of the the external hard drive. Maybe the internal hard drive is fine. Yeah. But it might be that there's a special way to format the external hard drive in order for it to function the same way that the internal one does. Yeah. Maybe like if that if that makes any sense. I cuz like to me that's what it, it kind of sounds like is if if it, if the issues lie only in downloading games to the external one then then there has to be some kind of of miscommunication there that's happening i'm i'm just guessing but yeah um all right i uh, think great. that now my now all my programs are are updating now so sorry oh. sorry audio listeners if you're hearing the uh, windows alert system but no oh, well it's fine. I can barely hear it on my end, but I, I don't know if it's a, like directly into the thing. But um, yeah, that so that that's pretty much uh, 
that's pretty much what I what I had pulled from the the Phil Spencer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, you know, the, again, go go watch that, go listen to those interviews because they're more than worth the time. Um, like he's, you know, like we we had talked about them kind of being aggressive and what they're doing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like you know, what's what's great about him is he can. It's kind of like what we see with Nintendo, you know, like they don't need to really necessarily throw, throw, you know, the other businesses down or cut them down when they're trying to, you know, sell their product because they're, because the more time that they just focus on what they're doing and not what other people are doing, Uh I think the better. And they, they, you know, I feel like that's kind of how Phil Spencer has been, you know, doing things here is, yeah, he's going to be paying attention to what's going on in the industry as a whole because that's part of his job. But at the same time, he's got to worry about what his company is doing that he works for before he worries about what everyone else is doing. Now, yeah. I, I don't know when they started working on the PS5, but you know, it's been, he said, like six years that they've been working on making this new console. Yeah, they probably so, were, I mean, they've been... I'm sure they've been working on it since, since uh, uh, the Xbox series. One launched. Honestly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know, I'm sure they've course corrected quite a few times since then. But it's yeah. it's you know, I mean, it's it's a uh, <laughs> this console is very interesting. I'm I'm so happy it's powerful and we're gonna get what we get out of it. And and obviously, you and I are getting it you know, as soon as possible. I mean, as soon mm-hmm. as we can, uh, yeah, hopefully this Corona crap will be over and everybody will be making normal amounts of money and we can save for it and yada, yada, whatever. But yeah, uh, you know, I would like to get it because I want to play halo on it yeah. with you and, and mm-hmm. hopefully a better version of destiny on there. And because that's a game that you and I have been talking about going back to, yeah, uh, especially now when nobody's playing, <laughs> apparently, uh, well, well, I mean, just ultimately, any any game, basically, you know, if it if it supports the uh, the you know, like if they have uh, upgraded things to them, basically, every game should look better on it. Yeah. You know, putting in the ray the ray tracing and and things like that that they'll be able to take advantage of. So yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. There's just the the new console has so much to offer. Um, that, that, yeah, it's just, it's just gonna, it would be really hard to just say, nah, I'm not, not going to get this as soon as I possibly can Yeah, (laughs) because it's just like, we've been waiting. It feels like forever for, well, I know I've been waiting forever for, for an Xbox to be, be, you know, like super powerful again, you know, like the first one was the first one, you know, was just way beyond what you know what was out at that time but yeah um so yeah so we'll we'll get into uh some of the stuff here from the uh from the uh inside xbox all right so uh adam uh brennick i believe it is of obsidian uh he talked. He kind of talked about uh, grounded their game that they're playing, that they're making right now. That's that uh, 
the one that's kind of like the honey I shrunk the kids uh, meets like a almost uh, like Minecraft kind of stuff. Uh, and I don't know about you, but that that game just looks like so much fun. And like hearing him talk, like so he talked about them playing survival games and that they kind of wanted to make their own survival game. And he, so they've been playing survival games and just kind of trying to see what they could improve upon and things that they see in other survival games that they could, you know, try to do better. And, and then on top of that, you know, add their, their, uh, passion for, for having really, really good storylines, um, you know, in, in the games as well. So, yeah. And, uh, and he said one of the cool things like this is to me is like one of the most important things that he said is that they want people to, you know, play it and they want to hear what you think about it. They want to know what you like, what you dislike. Um, he, you know, he pretty much said that the community is really who's going to help, you know, make this game you know, what they, what they hopefully want to achieve and, you know, much like Sea of Thieves and, and look at, you know, kind of look at how Sea of Thieves has been doing. Like they've really been taking, you know, like criticism and, and things like that and, and trying to, trying to make this game, you know, Sea of Thieves a better game to kind of really be what, what, people were hoping for yeah and and i feel like it's really done a lot of good for them yeah you know, like they i've, I've not a, oh sorry oh, go ahead. oh i was gonna say like i've been really like especially because they added all that single player stuff like you mm-hmm. kind of mentioned and and like i i that's a game that i really want to get back into and mm-hmm. you know speaking of game pass on pc that's like the only game that installed for me on here <laughs> and like, I kind of like we we're talking about doing something with Game Pass games, uh, yeah. for you know Boss Rush, and this is uh, if I could ever get this PC crap to work, yeah. like the PC Game Pass stuff, which I think I just figured out the problem while we were recording. Uh, okay. Uh, where like you go into settings and there's a thing that said install new game, like install new games on this, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Read your games off of this drive or whatever. Oh, okay. and I I didn't do that, so oh, okay. I think that's what I just messed up on. But, anyways, yeah, I Sea of Thieves, man, that's a game that I want to get back into like really bad because I've been I watched some mixer streams and I watched some uh, other you know things on Sea of Thieves like the new stuff and mm-hmm. every time we play it, it's so much fun. And then we just like we don't play it for a couple months and then we go back and play it for a night and like oh man, we should play more of this and then we don't and like it yeah. just that's the one sad thing about game Pass is like, we don't have enough time to play together, but there's so many games we want to play together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. There's just so much. So in like division two is on game pass and I'd love, I'd division love to go back is? to that again. I, I, I believe it was, or no, the first one is that's right. I think it's only the first. One. I mean, I still have the second one on Xbox. Yeah. That yeah. I've never, too. I've, I got it on during Christmas, the gold edition when it was on sale for like twelve dollars for everything, 
because you know i thought maybe we could all play it at some point and we never have Mm -hmm. and like i've never even i haven't even booted it up yet so yeah it was it will when it first came out there was a lot of issues with it but it's it's been it's been fixed and it's a much better game now than when it released Mm -hmm. um but unfortunately you know like i've i've said it time and time again that Unfortunately, when it comes to those kind of games, that the open world stuff, it almost never is what it's meant to be. You know, when it comes out, it usually takes takes a couple of months. Unfortunately, for it to be really become what what they intend it to be. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it feels like way too often. You know, it's happened with everything from from Destiny to you know like. The, even the far the far cry games and stuff you know have issues and stuff like that and those aren't really necessarily online based but yeah. anything with an open world unfortunately there's just so much going on that kind of messes with it so yeah but yeah and then and then the next thing that they this the next thing i wrote about um is they showed some more gameplay of camp uh, the last campfire Mm-hmm. And the more I see of that game, I just cannot wait. It looks like such a good game. Yeah. Like, I, I just, it looks so, so awesome. And just, I'm excited for that game. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. And so they talked a little bit more about the Series X capabilities. Um, there was, you know, certain things that people just kind of, you know, they felt like they could maybe clarify a little bit more. Um they, you know, like uh, PS5 had kind of, they had kind of gone on about their their new 3D audio stuff and, and all that. And so, um, you know, Xbox, they kind of said that they're going to have the ray tracing stuff, you know, in the 3D audio. Um, but what's nice that that the PlayStation 5 won't have and why, why like, you know, they're they're pretty sure that it's going to be the Xbox will be more powerful than the PS five is things like the ray tracing and the 3d audio and like all those kind of newer tech things. Uh, they, they worked with, you know, with developers and stuff like that. Uh And like a lot of developers basically were saying that one of the main issues with, with getting ray tracing to really, really, you know, be put to its potential uh-huh. is is you it needs to have its own power source for things like that uh-huh. like you can't be pulling the power away from the you know the main power that's powering everything else on your pc like as far as you know like the um the chip the the you know certain powers of the chips and things like that Mm-hmm. Um, and so like they, they wanted to do it right and actually have a power source that will power the ray tracing and that 3d audio stuff. And then it won't be pulling power from the main, you know, board of the, of the console. And so, the, you know, that's where, that's where they, you know, a lot of these people and stuff are talking about the next Xbox being more powerful than the PS5 because because they just because of that little little change in how they how they made the console it makes such a big difference so yeah um and it says and um the, this was pretty cool and uh Corey was excited and told me about it when he was watching that 
Um, so like you will be able to use your old external hard drives to store Series X games on, but you'll just need to move them to the internal storage uh, when you want to play them. Yeah. Um, and they also, you know, obviously you'll be able to play your uh, Xbox One games straight from that that external hard drive um, as well. But Yeah, I was really excited when they said that because, like, we were all kind of wondering, like, how are we going to store these games? Because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're only offering that one terabyte expansion and there's a, only a one terabyte in the console. So like, and you know, like, I mean, I know these games could theoretically be smaller because mm-hmm. of the way they utilize the hard drives. Uh, yeah. So like they're, I mean, we're still going to have pretty large games, but theoretically they could be smaller just because of the way they utilize the hard drives. But like, mm-hmm. there's still going to be huge games and like, especially with Game Pass and, you know, other bigger games, like whatever the next Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead or Call of Duty, like those types of games are, are usually pretty large anyway. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to be moving stuff off and on your hard drives. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to have to be deleting yeah. stuff. And uh, it's good to see that you can store those games on an external. So like, like I told you, I think there is a 12, <laughs> a 12 terabyte external drive on the Microsoft yeah. store for like 250 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> which i mean not that you need that many that much space but you know you could at some point especially with you know going back three generations four generations yeah. of xbox now at this point and uh i don't know man i just i was just really glad to hear that you could store the the series x games on a regular hard drive until you want to go play them which it's a lot easier yeah. to move a game than it is to download a game <laughs> So. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. You know, and that's that's kind of what I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see how quickly uh, you can move a game from one storage to the other. That you know, that in my opinion would be very key. Yeah. To, to you know, just something interesting to see. So, yeah, I'm you know that I don't know if that's something that they'll ever show us or we'll get, but that would be interesting. Um, yeah. So uh, one of the other things that they brought up was they have some cool updates and things that they're doing with Minecraft. Yeah. Um, I I thought this was actually really cool. Like I I like the whole the whole education uh, thing that they're talking about, where they've got kind of almost like puzzle solving stuff that they're adding to to these uh, created worlds and like being able to see like you know different uh different places and and uh famous uh you know architects and stuff like that being made in in uh the minecraft world and getting to go see it and just you know experience it through that you know that kind of that fun way and and experience space and things like that yeah so i just thought that was it was pretty cool looking and like the underwater stuff looked really cool. Um, like I, I, my problem with Minecraft isn't that I don't like it. It's just like it's one of those things where I feel like I'm so out of the loop and like don't know what I'm doing at this point that it doesn't really serve me to try to spend the time that I would need to make up yeah. to know what I'm doing in that game. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. I, 
I've downloaded it quite a few times on different on various consoles. I'm like, okay, maybe this is how I get into Minecraft. Maybe this is where I get into it, and I just, <laughs> I just can't. You know, it's just, it's just too. There's too much at this point, and like my yeah. my nephew is like obsessed with Minecraft at this point. I'm just like, yeah. dude, I don't understand. Like, I just don't. <laughs> I mean, he's seven, so I mean, it's yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. My son, my son play, likes that and stuff, but honestly, he's, he's, uh, taking after his father and he's, uh, he's more into like playing Fortnite and playing, playing like those kind of shooter games. Like he'd rather play Star Wars, uh, uh, Battlefront 2 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, you know, like the thing is, though, is I'm trying to get him to unlike me when I was, you know, like started getting really hardcore into games, like trying to get him to, to try different things and new stuff. And, you know, he likes the racing games and stuff like I did too. So there's yeah. that kind of stuff. But, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because, uh, uh, the radio show I listened to called the free beer and hot wings show. They, uh, that like, I've heard them over the years talk about their kids, you know, getting into it and, and uh hot wings talks about like he'll just usually like just i'll get the wood and just go out and get wood and and his sons will have built these big elaborate things and he's just completely lost on how like how can they possibly have done this or know what they're doing it's just you know it's cool though it's you know it's like if we would have had that when we were younger man it would have been such a hit yeah, you know we did. We had to just you know we had pen, uh, pencil and paper and draw and stuff like that for the most part. Like that's what we did to create, right. <laughs> or you know looked forward to art class in school when we get to make stuff or whatever. Yeah, but um, so the one of the next things and we kind of touched on this a little bit, but the the gears uh, tactics they talked about it and it looks amazing it just looks like such a an awesome game and just like they really took that genre of game and they really made it their own right like um yeah and they literally they they built it uh they talked about uh they built it from the ground up for pcs so like this was not like we'll make this for xbox and then but have like a port version of it that will you know, released for the PC or anything like that. They they literally built it from the ground up for PC, and and so you know, like the you know that's why we've talked about this in the past. That we think that's why that's not going to come out for Xbox right away because now they're going to have to you know port it. They're going to have to reverse and you know try to make something that will work on a on a controller. Um, because I have a feeling that this does not have controller support at all. It's just straight keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Um, because you know, like that, the hardcore player of those type of games, like that's what they're going to play on PC. They're not going to use a controller usually. So, you know, that's and that's them kind of following through on their saying, "Hey, that we we really want to try to build stuff for PC gamers as well." Yeah. And you know, and do you know do things for them for that fan base as well yeah um they the, the he talked about the main bad guy is uh 
Gabe Diaz, or the the main character that you're playing as is Gabe Diaz, mm-hmm. which uh, is Kate's uh, father. Yeah, and Kate, Kate is obviously who you play as in in, in the last uh, Gears of War. Um, and then you're going to be fighting uh, uh, what is it Ukon, the yeah. monster maker. Yeah, and so yeah, he's the guy who makes all those big hideous creatures that that the guys usually uh ride ride on and that are just strapped with like all these massive guns all over their body uh that you see in the <laughs> in in the uh regular gears of war games so like he looks cool like he kind of somewhat like reminds me of like something from uh either destiny or or from like star wars <laughs> yeah or even, or he actually kind of almost looks a little bit like the one guy that you kill in the beginning of uh, of Do- Doom Two, that or Doom Eternal, the, like one of these old like sorcerer type guys. Yeah, he kind of looks a little bit somewhat like that too. But but yeah, like that game just looks awesome. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> just I can't wait to. Because I mean, like I said, I'm going to try to play it on PC, and like I. I want to talk about it because I, I'm not going to spoil anything obviously. Cause I know yeah. this is obviously an Xbox podcast and it's coming to mm-hmm. Xbox later, but, uh, I do want to talk about like what to expect when it does come to Xbox. Cause I'll probably play it on Xbox. I just want to try it out on, on this. And I'm mm-hmm. sure mouse and keyboard is probably the preferred way to play a tactics game. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm Which really- the- you know that's the thing is honestly I think I I think that's that's the, would be the first game that I would actually prefer to use my new keyboard and, and mouse that I got for Christmas to play it. Yeah, honestly. And I heard the because I oh I heard the campaign's like really long too. Yeah, like something like which, forty hours or something ridiculous. <laughs> which is, which is awesome for that you know for that kind of game. Yeah, especially because you're um, not getting a, any multiplayer or anything with it. It's mm-hmm. strictly a single player game. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, man, that game it just looks so good. And I know what like we basically fell in love with it the second we that they showed anything of it. Oh like, yeah. We were just completely blown away by 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 the idea of it. So. Yeah, I I had to put that on here. I know, like you said, it's technically it's for PC, but but yeah, I just I I'm hoping yeah that someday it definitely will be an Xbox game. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. So then they kind of uh, I just kind of wrote down some of the games that they talked about that uh, will be coming soon uh, to Xbox. In some cases, I think the Hotline Miami Collection I believe is already available i think i think that was available that day already um i don't remember but i want to say that that already came out um uh the atomic crops uh comes out may 28th and this was that game that looked like a mix between like a farm farm kind of simulator game and like uh zombies ate my neighbors yeah like where it was like just like weird plant monsters and stuff all over, and it's like that old school zombies ate my monsters kind of top view, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like pixelated shooter type thing. It, it looked cool. Like I, 
honestly like that whole zombies ate my neighbors type kind of thing back in the day that you know those kind of games were always a lot of fun and this this definitely looks like it is just full of uh of action and stuff like those kind of the like some of those games were back in the day yeah um and then uh they showed you know the last campfire again and i believe that's when we actually got a big chunk of gameplay of it um they actually showed us you know kind of the beginning of the game it seemed like yeah um some other things that they talked about was uh some they added some new family settings uh screen time and pilot mode for if you have like a kid that's not quite ready to play games uh by themselves you can as a parent if you have two controllers and you can kind of help them and be secretly <laughs> helping play in the background which is cool you know like the switch had that i believe yeah when it came out and stuff and they had these kind of things so you know that's kind of and I and I do I do feel like Xbox has been trying to you know be a little bit more on both sides you know have those Nintendo like you know uh, family friendly games that they're releasing but at the same time still give us the good you know Gears of War and the Halo games mm-hmm. but you know but they still they're making you know. But, I mean, they have Rare, and Rare Rare has been, you know, in the past was really good at doing a lot of, you know, family-friendly type games and stuff, so. Yeah. Uh, then, the yeah, and then they had a whole bunch of cool updates for Sea of Thieves, kind of like we talked about. Uh, they had the, the, now that you can have cats as pets in the yeah. game. That's crazy. That's funny. Yeah, and it's the that new update that they're talking about is the ships of fortune, um, and it changed a whole bunch of things. And they've they've just really, they've just really like gone crazy with really making, making the trying to make this game as uh, interesting and and uh, enticing as possible. And like I like the whole idea of the the where they had where you could like join factions and stuff like that yeah but but i like that the one game type where there's basically there's only one chest and it's like it sends this big uh glowing blue light off of it that shoots up into the sky like a beacon yeah so whoever has it you can just like try to sail towards them and, and it's just like a battle to try to turn it in right because everyone can see that you have it and where it is at all times they just need to follow the beacon. It, it just like it just looks like it would be so much fun and so chaotic. And then like on top of that, with all the things that they've added, you know, like the fire bombs and and all the crazy uh, like things that they they made for the new uh, cannon balls and things like that. So it it just seems like it would be so much fun and just complete chaos. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. I can't wait to play that again. Like, I really do want to play that at some point soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely do too. I, yeah, anytime I see like a, a, um, a preview for it or a commercial or whatever, it's just like oh, I want to play that. And I have, you know, in the recent 
you know, not that long ago, I did jump in it a little bit to kind of experience a few things, but I, but I didn't really play like any of the story stuff or any of that. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, they just kind of, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's actually, that's, uh, that's it for that stuff. Um, the, there's a, there's a bunch more stuff that they talked about, but I just kind of wanted to pick a couple of things. Um, I mean, we're all running, already running at probably like what, over an hour, two hours almost. Oh yeah. We're down a half right now. Yeah. So, so, um, so we'll go to the talking X topic of the week. Um, okay. So during the sea of thieves thing, uh, at the end of it, one of the guys, the guy that was talking about everything that was like inside the computer or whatever, he he said, oh, by the way, there's something else I want to tell you that's a secret. He's like, I really shouldn't be talking about this. But, you know, and then he started to like pretend like he was going to tell us something. And then you heard the character from from Sea of Thieves say, eh, no, no. And then sh- shut the computer so he couldn't finish saying anything. Hmm. And so... I was I had I had my theories on what it could possibly be, but what do you have any ideas of like what you think the well, uh, this secret that they that they that they could have? Well, they already announced that their other game, right? Ever ever something the other yeah. game? They're like kind of wilderness style game that looked a lot like yeah. sea of thieves in the woods kind of thing yeah uh i don't know man i would really like to see rare return to something i don't know we haven't heard a lot from battletoads recently yeah not that i really need to but <laughs> uh i would like to see them return to conquer or banjo yeah at some point yeah like, I, I i think banjo banjo they could really like you know, like give it, give it the uh, Mario Odyssey treatment. Like really, just you know, change things up and like really do something new and different with it. Yeah, like I mean, I know they tried to do like character platformers with like Super Lucky's Tale, and you know, mm-hmm. they they did do that Voodoo Vents remaster that nobody remembers. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, they already have two like really established characters that could do that for them and that's and they could both have like a like a more kind of for lack of better terms like a south parky feel to them you know where mm-hmm. it's just kind of like okay this is cartoony but you can be a little bit you know more adult with it in terms of the jokes that they're telling and and, mm-hmm. and you know some of that stuff like you look at you look at something like ukulele and like one of the main characters names is trouser and he's a snake like that's just funny you know i mean it's just funny <laughs> yeah. so i mean like and and those are all x rare guys so i mean you know that yeah. rare could do that too with something like conquer you know like conquer yeah. would be like the best to do that with uh yeah i don't know yeah. i don't know what they could be teasing uh i hope it's something along the lines of of banjo or conquer mm-hmm. um but I don't, man, I really don't know. Cause that, the, 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 they're using unreal, right? 
Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that that they're using. Yeah. I see. Like I, I see. This is this was my thing. Is like it's really hard to say what they're talking about. Like I I took it more along the lines of like, are they talking about something that they wanted to tease about? Sea of Thieves. I mean, they could they could very well be doing that also, you know. Like, yeah. Like especially if they're like, you know, ended the tease with someone from Sea of Thieves. Uh, yeah. Because see, like, like my <laughs> this is what I basically I said to Ed right away. Like when I seen that, because like you know they've they've talked about you know, one of the things Phil Spencer also talks about in in that interview that I that I kind of talked about earlier is he talks about, um, you know, like the, that we may still see, um, games come to Nintendo and stuff, but it's really going to be only things that they really feel like have a place there. Uh-huh. And, and I honestly think that sea of thieves could definitely strive, uh, could, could, you know, find a massive, uh, you know, f- you they know, chunk of it. followers from the Switch. Yeah, I like, mean, especially because to- like Sea of Thieves, they said it could run on pretty almost anything. Where like you could technically run it on a you know, like a netbook at like twenty frames a second at like five forty p or something ridiculous yeah. like that, which. Not sure you really want to play that that way, but if you need to play Sea of Thieves, you could play it that way, you know? And, uh, yeah. you know, I think, you know, s- stuff like Cuphead, and which I know isn't Microsoft proper, but, you know, they did publish it there. Uh, yeah. Ori is a great fit there. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Minecraft Dungeons is going to be do bonkers on Switch. Like, yeah. I think what he was talking about, like, they're going to look at it I think he said like from a game to game basis, but he wants yeah. to make sure that Xbox gamers know what to expect from Xbox. So, yeah, I mean, not that we didn't know that. Cause I think a majority of people are going to expect, you know, those games to be on Xbox and PC. Uh, yeah. You're never going to see halo or gears on, on switch, right? Like you're just not, yeah. but yeah, some of the smaller games, like I could see rare replay and ending up on switch honestly yeah at some point yeah uh so i mean you know ed's in the chat by the way hey ed oh uh <laughs> so is bcav uh he's also in the chat so uh you know i i would like to see some of those smaller games show up on switch although like for me the switch is really just uh i mean the switch is it is my main console because i don't get a lot of tv time specifically mm-hmm. you know and when i when i do i'm usually trying to catch up on shows while playing games at the same time so uh mm-hmm. which is why i would really like xcloud to to <laughs> come to my phone <laughs> uh but you know i think i think what phil was saying like you know expect an xbox focus which is basically focusing on series x and pc uh yeah and giving you those true triple a quadruple a experiences on platforms that can handle it uh, and yeah. then, you know, we don't really need Microsoft support on Switch. I mean, it's nice. Like Minecraft is nice, and Cuphead is nice, and Ori is nice. But 
I don't really need gears or Sea of Thieves or anything. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, I said, I said, Battletoads will probably end up on Switch, a two D yeah. side scrolling beat 'em up. I, yeah. I think that's a no brainer for Switch. Uh, but you know, I mean, even I know Wasteland. I know in Exile isn't wasn't owned by Microsoft, but Wasteland Two is on Switch. You know, like I yeah. There's a lot of games on there that you wouldn't really expect. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's yeah. I wasn't wasn't sure, but I like. I just I could definitely see see that being something that they did. But um, yeah, I, at most, I mean, I'm just I'm just no matter what this uh, what it is, I'm looking forward to finding out. So yeah, definitely. You know, I'm. Look, I want, I want the if I'm I go to Switch for like fun, simple experiences and mm-hmm. Nintendo first party. If I'm going to be mm-hmm. invested in a console like the Series X, I want big, meaty. I want the best looking experiences. I want, I want those like big, huge set piece moments. I want those big sprawling RPGs. I want Halo. You know what I mean? Like I just I mm-hmm. want those big experiences on Xbox. You know? Um, yeah. I know we talk a lot about Nintendo. We are trying to steer away from that on this show specifically, but like, I like, I love the switch a lot, but Mm -hmm. I don't need the Xbox experience on switch. That's the switch is the Nintendo experience. I want the Xbox experience on my TV or on my computer monitor or, you know, on X cloud when it's available. You know what I mean? Like that's Mm -hmm. where I want my Xbox experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, yeah, like we don't need, we don't need the games, all the games to physically come over to the switch, but we, we definitely aren't against X cloud being on switch. No, no, I'm not either. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm I'm just saying, you know, I, I know Microsoft is more focused on the Mm -hmm. software end of stuff these days and, uh, they want you to play where you want to play. Uh, but also, I'm sure they want to sell as many Xboxes as they can. <laughs> so yeah, well, and and you, you know, and I and I think they the thing is is they you know like Phil Spencer said right in the interview that he's constantly talking with with the the head of you know of the Nintendo and you know he's talking with with you know guys and stuff with you know, over there all the time. And, you know, he's become friends with, with a bunch of people that work there. And, and, you know, it's the thing is, it's gotta be like kind of a, like a give and take kind of thing. And, and, uh, you know, Nintendo didn't have to let them be able to sell their games over there at all, but, you know, they've got, they've got a good relationship and, and, you know, and that, ultimately i think is you know why xbox is where they are right now is they they've just taken like so much more of a positive uh approach to to moving forward and and instead of you know throwing things in everyone's faces and saying oh look at you know how we do this better and we do that better than this person and you know like they're just kind of worrying about what they need to do and moving forward and and you know it's just it's made me a bigger fan of microsoft or or xbox for sure over the years of just the way they've handled things and how how well they've done things so yeah yeah 
So I mean, so. look, I'm ready for I'm ready for the next console. I'm ready for it to, you know, yeah, <laughs> ready ready to to uh, get the full potential of the TV you just bought. <laughs> and yeah. me, the I mean, the, I'm, get, I'm getting that. that I, I'm yeah. getting that with the Xbox One X, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm playing with the 120 hertz mode on and yeah. 1440p. Like I don't. Yeah. Ninety percent of the games I play right now, anyway, aren't going to be 4K. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Gears Five and Halo Five look outstanding. Yeah. In 4K, but when you put that 120 hertz mode on, especially for Halo Five, because I think right now the only game I have installed that supports it, dude. It, dude. It's so like. It almost gives me a headache how smooth it is, and like how <laughs> responsive it is. It's no joke. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting this next gen. Yeah, like just because you know, yeah, like you said, you know, it, we're already reaching those things with this hardware, and this hardware is like you know half the power of what the next one's gonna be or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> so it's. It's gonna be it's gonna be well, crazy. What they say the Series X is four times more powerful than the than the Xbox One X. Is that what they yeah, say? Yeah, it's like it, it's it's. I think it was two or three times, but then the the S it's like four or five times yeah. more powerful than or yeah. something like that. I know because I think this one is a little closer, but obviously you don't have all the ray tracing and the, all those like new things that are really gonna you know, enhance the games uh, to a, a whole different, you know, area than what we what we know on console, you know. So, yeah. So, I mean, and, and you know, and like I said, with uh, them talking about the the ray tracing and stuff like that is, you know, even even on PCs, they're not really truly getting the full potential sometimes out of the ray tracing uh, on PCs just because a lot of the times when people are uh, doing all that stuff and, you know, putting those things into their, uh, their, their PCs, they're not, they're not getting its own power and stuff like that. It's all being pulled from, a, from a, a, the same source. And so it's not really running the uh, ray tracing to its full, you know, potential on the PCs even. So, so like I, I think this that's kind of like one of those things where they talked about like doing stuff differently in in this console that will eventually uh, move into the PC world and and you know change things. Yeah. And kind of you know be a trendsetter for that. So. Yeah. Definitely, it's going to be interesting. So we will end the show with that. I think we had some great conversations today. Yeah. Um, for sure. Plenty more stuff to come, and, and I'm excited. You know, you're excited. Ed, Ed's excited. <laughs> He's always excited. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, so we're going to throw up the X. I know I didn't do it in the beginning of the show. That's yeah, fine. X. Because we're going to exit the show. So you guys have a great night. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>